Daddy ate dead. Give me my flower. Yo, hey, welcome to Daddy Ain't Dead podcast. I am Amp. I'm your host. Uh, Daddy Ain't Dead. You know, it's just one dad crazy enough to spread a message of appreciating dads around the world before they die. Uh, so we're going to be conversing with other dads about family, marriage, and all the wonderful things dads do. Um, let's give, you know, all the dads their flowers before they're dead. So I want to make sure everybody gets that slogan in their head. Give me my flowers. It's all about appreciating, appreciating your dad before he dies. Everybody typically wants to be nice and say nice things at your funeral, give you flowers then. How about we appreciate dads now and all the things they do, give them the flowers before they're dead. So daddy ain't dead. We're going to be talking about various topics that have to do with dads and how much we do, the things we go through, um, the things we put people through. Um, and that's going to be, um, in short, what we're going to be talking about throughout this series, throughout this podcast. So this is episode one of Daddy Ain't Dead. <clears throat> I want to introduce to you um, uh, my first, my very first guest on the show um, is my uncle, my uncle Edwin, um, who was like a father figure to me. And today he's going to be my guest on the talk show as we go through a couple of topics and um, and talk about some, some issues with, with daddies, man. So what's going on, Edwin? Hey, good good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you doing, Al? I'm good, man. What time is it, man? It's always five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> You're crazy. So yeah, so so first thing, man, you know, like I was saying to everybody, um, you know, you my uncle, my my yes. you my youngest uncle, you know, got got yes, your oldest yes, yes. Got mm-hmm. got my older brother, your older brother Baker, but um, but to me, you know, no offense, Uncle Baker. Once you listen to this, me and Edwin is a lot closer, and I guess because we're closer in age, I guess too. But <laughs> but I always <laughs> I said before, um, you was more like a father figure to me because you know my pops was kind of in and out of the picture. But that's neither here or there, man. So. Um, I'm going to take this opportunity, man, to let you kind of explain, um, your current family situation and what you got going on. Okay. Well, okay. We can get started. Um, well, as you know, I'm married, I'm married to Mm -hmm. my beautiful wife, um, have daughters who are all adults with kids. So I'm Mm -hmm. dad along with, uh, granddaddy mango. (laughs) <laughs> one of one of one of my um one of my grandsons when he was younger he couldn't say granddaddy so he just coined me as daddy mango and so uh from the <laughs> oldest all the way who was eight years old all the way down to the youngest who was 11 months um they've all just um coined me as daddy mango so i stuck with it uh that's a that's mm-hmm. a i guess you want to call it street name that uh <laughs> One of my cousins that cousins that passed away uh, in Clearwater, Florida, ordained me with that name for whatever reason, and uh, just kind of mm-hmm. stuck with. Most people who are born and raised in Tampa don't even know me by that uh, nickname slash street name. Uh, yeah. But so it's just something that's kind of stuck with me, and you know, we have fun with it. And uh, uh, that's my current family situation: married, have kids that are all adults, uh, have grandkids. Um, 
and I just uh just a beautiful family, beautiful family. Um, I wouldn't change mm-hmm. anything about it. Uh, that's that's nice. my current family. That's my first family, and uh, that's just a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. So we can talk a little bit now too about how you grew up, which also is also how I grew up because <laughs> yes, sir, grew, yes, sir. We we grew up in the same house, and um, a lot of people, man, um, don't don't even know like because of who we are as men now um, that mm-hmm. we've been blessed. We've been blessed enough to be successful in our lives um, and with our right. family situations. Um, but we grew right. up like hella poor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's fi- yeah. Financially, financially, you know, financially we grew up poor. Um, but there was plenty of love um, in the house, you know, coming from grandma, which is your mom, correct. you know, but correct. Um, correct. And, and granddaddy always, you know, worked every day construction, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Doing all of that, providing. Um, and I talked a little bit about it on my, my introductory episode about how, you know, we grew up, you know, it was potentially eight people in a house at a time throughout Correct. when I was growing up. Um, two <clears throat> bedrooms, no hot water. How we had that. Right. I was saying, get the water on the stove and warm it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it was Put interesting. You, you said something earlier. You said, uh, and I thought about this over the years, you said um, financially poor. And I and, and the more and more that I thought about it, um, I don't know if this is off topic a little bit or not. Mm. We actually didn't, um, because we didn't really know other people's situation a lot lot worse off than we were. Because I sat and thought about it one day, I was like, they were both worked full parents, both worked full time jobs, and they got right. paid every week. Um, <laughs> right. I mean, I, I I always told my brother Baker this, and still feel this way um, that pops he always had stacks on deck. Like, but <laughs> uh, he just you know, it was no reason for him to really splurge. I mean, because if you think about it, there's no way we could have been financially poor. Like when he got a car, it was always brand new off the showroom floor. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I think about it. How could we have truly been financially poor? When he had a brand new Ford LTD, black with the with the with the chrome spokes, with the power <laughs> windows, with the with the gray interior, like when I look at right. those old pictures, that was like the black man's Bentley back then. Like if right. you think right. about it, we were the only person on our street who owned a brand new car, and it wasn't just any car; it was an LTD. Right. You know what I'm saying, and think about the vintage. Mustang that was in the yard, like that was worth top dollar back then, and he was already he had foresight to know that he wasn't gonna just let that get off, and he didn't you know that uh, was that a '69 Mustang, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So when I think about it, you know, I think he just um, knew how to survive uh, by not investing his money into certain things that we may have desired, you know what I'm saying? Like he was always I mean, cuz it was never a time that you know he wouldn't like pull some money out of this like stash inside of his wallet <laughs> so uh, that was pretty interesting when i thought about that i didn't mean to get off subject a little bit but that's mm-hmm. tied, tied into actually how i grew up you know the perception right. of thinking things were bad based on uh i would say some of the attributes inside of the structure of the home as far as um 
the utilities and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but just made it work. We just made it pop. But then when I got older, like that's how people's rocking into crunchy anyway. So I think it was more like they were familiar with that because back in the days, I know like growing up in the country, they probably didn't have like hot water heaters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so so that a luxury. I mean, they I mean they didn't own homes up there. They had trailers. You know, so so that was already. You know, and then look at it. they were living in a city that look at Tampa now like that was yeah. huge compared to living in Monticello and Lloyd and things like that. So I thought about that, and um, we never went without. You know, saying we may not have the Jordans, but we had the flyest things coming from Zares or Payless or whatever. You know, <laughs> rock like that. But so now that I think about it over life, I mean, you know, I've shared it with you before. Um, how I grew up, actually, I think that I, I wouldn't change it because it was able to. Uh, ground me in an area to when I was able to get on my own, you know, from my first crib to how I live now. Like I always made sure, you know, everything was on point, right. clean, you know, uh, stylish, classy, you know, like the cribs have always been like that. You've seen literally all of them, you know. Right. So, you know, so I think, like you said, how we grew up, I think influenced how we initially how we grew up, you know, if I can say it like that, how we grew up allowed us to grow up when we grew up. That's yeah. very true. That's very true. Um, you know, I like to talk about those things when, when people bring up, you know, their upbringing and stuff. Um, like, you, like just to kind of reiterate what you were saying, to, to piggyback off of it really, is to... It, and with this, this first episode going to have a whole bunch of segments. <laughs> hey, what's going on? Keeps kicking hey, us it's off. It's all good. It's heavy. There's some heavy stuff. Yeah, you know. So you know what? Just for the for the sake of continuity on this episode, we we kind of discuss how we grew up, um, and I'm gonna keep it moving because I want to get into it before I know it's late in in Florida and Tampa. You know, I'm all the way in South That's Korea. It's it's Saturday yeah, afternoon. Yeah. yeah. You know, but Friday night, ten yeah. seventeen PM standard <laughs> Eastern time. You know, uh, you know what? I'm a, I'm gonna save the, the heavy topic for last, but I wanna go right to um can you cook as a dad? How many dads out there are cooking for their family? Like how often are you cooking? <laughs> You know, what's your go-to dish? Can you, or that's first question. Can you cook? You know, there's different, there's different levels to cooking, you know. <laughs> okay. Uh, are you, you know what I'm saying, Chef Boyardee or are you Chef Gordon Ramsay? Is what I'm trying to say. Well, see, that's such a broad, broad range right there. <laughs> um, you know, when you say that word, um, I would have to say yes. So you can cook. You one of the dads that can cook. Yes, and I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you an explanation why I can cook. Okay. As of July twentieth, ten fifteen p.m. <laughs> Standard right. Eastern Time. Um, the Merriam-Webster's definition of cook is a person who prepares food for eating. <laughs> Based on that definition, 
A one. Okay. So when you cook it was cat. Okay. If you cooking, what what are you cooking? What's if you had to okay, it's it's let's 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 set the table. It's it's Sunday, okay. it's Sunday afternoon after church. Correct. And the family is getting ready to they hungry. It's your turn to cook. It's dad's turn to cook dinner, Sunday dinner. What are you making to keep this family all satisfied and fed? Depends on which Sunday it is. Um, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> um, it'll definitely have to be something pasta-oriented, a.k.a. spaghetti. Facts. So that's what I was going to say. That's my go-to meal. That's my favorite dish. And I, and I make yes. it well. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And, you know, I've, I've had people, you know, that can vouch for me. They tried my spaghetti. But see, I go a step further. I make chicken spaghetti. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, I that's how chicken. we do it. You know, I replaced mm. the, the ground beef with chicken. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I do my thing with the chicken first, cook it up. You know, get that all nice and minced up. I actually use a a, a, a blender. Not a, I said no, nah, not oh, a blender. Not a blender. A chopper. Ah oh, man, what's the uh <laughs> I can't even think of the thing I use. The uh the handheld man, I can't even think of it. It's it's pretty much I'm gonna call it a blender, but it's the handheld blender where you know I use that that shred up the chicken, man, and uh that's how I you know put the sauce on it, get it all nice and good, man. You know, I get some bread with it, some nice garlic bread. You know, I don't make my own garlic bread now. That's that's store bought. But uh <coughs> I go ahead and do that, and then you know my other meal is uh, chicken wings. Man, I like I make a good chicken wing. You know what I'm saying? A little sauce. I think one day I'm gonna open up a little wing shop, man. That's how oh, okay, <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? A little that's another source of income. Yeah, What's that? yeah. That's why I gave my explanation earlier. There's different levels. Yeah, yeah. I'm not on that level. I'm not on that level. Um, oh, okay. My level is is on the other side, and what I mean by that, um, there, there's no one that's ever vouched for my spaghetti. Like, no <laughs> you know, it's eatable, you know. Uh -huh. And I've heard I've heard slogans like, "Oh, he tried," <laughs> you know, things of that nature. Oh, um, God. But uh, you know, I'm just keeping it 100. You know, hey, that's why I said I can cook. I could cook because the definition is a person who prepares food for eating. Doesn't mm -hmm. necessarily mean that it's going to get eaten. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't mean nobody going. Don't mean everybody right. going to eat it. It's a lot of leftovers yeah. in your house. <laughs> so I am a cook. I'm a cook. Oh, and, man, call, and, you. Um, call you Mr. Leftovers. That's what we're going to call you. Yeah, we can rock like that, you know what I'm saying? There can only be one, you know? I mean, yeah, just because yeah. I mean, before I was married, you know, back in my earlier days, um, um, that's just not something uh, that, that the Lord blessed me with. He just didn't bless me with the anointing of food. Um, right. And cooking, um, looking at my siblings, uh, which is five of us, um, you know, he chose wisely. 
And um, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I'm led to believe that he literally did any, many, mighty, mo, mm-hmm. because the oldest, your mom, Wanda. Oh man, yeah. oh, oh man, damn. she cut, she cut from that cloth, right? Uh, Daisy, uh, she's in there with me. You know, she can, she can make it. <laughs> She just can't get baked, you know. Right, right. I love you, Daisy, but yeah, you, you. yeah, yeah. You know, but her spouse, he's 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 a chef, you know, at his finest. And then nice. it jumped over to Baker. It jumped over, to, and sometimes I sit back and think, it'd be like, it jumped. How it jumped that? Like, because it, it went to Baker. Like, yep. but we were coming up together. Like, I don't remember seeing you in the kitchen. Like, how do you? You was working at Win Dixie. Like, how did you? You know. <laughs> Where did you learn? Like I never remember the instructional period. Right. Know? It just then like you it surpassed me and uh Tiff, oh man, she's like Wanda Baker on steroids with it. You right. know what I'm saying? I'd be like Tiff, like, whoa, you take that thing to the scratch to like whoa. Like yeah. whoa. She can cook. You know? so, that's fact. Yeah. So that's yeah, why that's getting back to my, my initial statement, there's levels to it. There's levels. Yeah, there's levels. That's so true. Well, and, yeah. and so that that topic, man, I think that's a big deal too for dads, um, because you know a lot of us can can go both ways. You know, I didn't always, I I didn't really learn to cook really until I got out of college, because in college we was eating, you know, cafeteria food all day. I didn't have to cook, you know. I was eating that typical college food, you know, hitting the noodles and, uh, you know, fast food, you know, chicken from from Domino's, stuff like that. Uh, But then when I about living by myself, yeah, you're right. When you're single, you ain't got to be out there cooking all these luxurious meals. So that's why spaghetti became my favorite, because I can whip that up. I can whip that up quick for myself. Have me a pot of spaghetti. I'm eating that for like a week <laughs> by myself. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Absolutely, but, absolutely. But now, you know, as a dad, man, it's is harder to cook one because you know you got work. You come home, you got the kids. If Jackie, my wife, hasn't cooked already, you know, what I'm saying I get in there and whip something up. I'm trying to get something quick and to the point because the kids is like, "Yo, we hungry. Like, come on, like this." What you trying to what you trying to do? So yeah, you're right. The cooking part can go a, a long range because a lot of times, especially with my kids, and I'm pretty sure this is the same for a lot of parents because I've talked to other people have this same issue, is that kids are so picky, you end up giving them the same things all the time because yeah, you just save yourself the fight. Of trying to introduce them to like you know per se grown up food, you know what I'm saying, and it's like, all right, I really I really want y'all to eat some spaghetti, but I know you want chicken nuggets, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, let me let me. And we're back. Yeah, we're back at it. So man, we just gonna transition because I think I think the world don't want to hear us talk about cooking. That's what it is. Yeah. I think. No, no. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> oh man, the world has said no, no more cooking. Like y'all, yeah. y'all not that great at it. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna all right. speak on it. I'm all yeah. right, but 
But man, I'm so, acceptable. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's no really no smooth transition to this topic, but it's huge. It's important. And this okay. next topic um, that I kind of wanted to get into was um, the importance of Father's Day. Um, because anybody who knows me knows I make Father's Day a big deal. For this very reason, this podcast is important. And it's because America has turned fathers like stereotypical stuff that they say on the news, social media, and whatnot, that, you know, that Father's Day is, is not important. Um, and I want to kind of use my small platform to kind of change that. And I see it. I see it happening. Like, I see it around the world happening to where more people are starting to, you know, take take those bitter comments that you see, that you used to see a lot of, you know, you know, where they where they always do the happy happy single mother's day on Father's Day for the moms right. that, you know, for the moms that do it for both. And I always think, man, and this doesn't speak to every woman's situation, but for the woman that's that's making those remarks, to me it's like you sound bitter. And it's like, why take the shine from the good, the good fathers out there like me, you, and many other men that are out there providing, doing the things that um, a dad is doing. And and honestly, I hate, I won't say hate, but I dislike that it's called Father's Day anyway. You know, it should be Dad's Day because everybody know being a father is a birthright. You get what I'm saying? That's a birthright. Correct. Any, any man can become a father by having sex, creating a baby with a woman, and boom, you're a father. A dad, that's different. That's putting in time. That's putting in the work. That's putting in those days where you don't want to do nothing but rest, but your kids want to play. You know, and you know, just that quality stuff, stuff being there. And I'm talking about being there physically, mentally, spiritually for your kids. That's what dads do. And that's what Father's Day to me represents is that even though it's just one day and people are like, man, it's not that serious, but it is because just like how serious it is for Mother's Day, it, it should be that serious for Father's Day because nobody hesitates to congratulate moms on Mother's Day, and they shouldn't, because for the most part, all the moms out there do what they do. I can I can only speak for the moms that I know that break their back, provide for their families, and are there. But you got the fathers that are doing the same thing. But you never hear anybody ever say, you know, Happy Single Father's Day on Mother's Day. You know what I'm saying? For the dads out right. there, the dads out there. Know, putting it down for both parents when mom ain't there. Nobody dares to disrespect Mother's Day that way because they shouldn't have to and because it's corny. And so that's why I say the narrative is so different on Father's Day and it's like, why do people choose to do that? Um, and I kind of want to hear your thoughts on why, why do people choose to do that? Because it's not just women who are out there that's, you know, scorn or hurt Guys that's doing it too, speaking you know ill on their fathers. Correct. And and for everybody who, who will get to know me on this podcast or who knows me personally, 
my dad was in and out of the picture. But I never on Father's Day think, oh, I ain't gonna, I'm gonna bash him on Father's Day because he wasn't there for this, that, or other. You know what I'm saying? I just okay. rather say, what? Hey, if I can speak to him on Father's Day, I will. I'll say Happy Father's Day, whatever. But I'm not gonna take that that time off of nobody because let's let's operate it this way. There can be that one dad that's out there struggling with being um a good dad. He's right like on the fence, you know. He's doing good. He's learning, whatever. Because there's no manual to being a dad. You know what I'm saying? No, there's no instructions. This is on the job. You know, um, but if he's on the fence and let's just say he's on the fence with something he's got going on with being a dad on Father's Day and he sees the bad messaging, whether it's social media, the news, whatever, or somebody even in person telling him, um, you know, celebrating the single moms and stuff. That's that's discouraging to some people. And it's just like it makes you feel like crap in a sense. And, you know, that might make him fall off the tracks, man. Well, I'm not good enough. You know, or um, I'm I'm not ready for this. You know, whatever it may be, because people always want to take away the credit from dads. When I'm like, man, there's, there's 364 other days you can bash your deadbeat, you know, husband, daddy, whoever that put you in your situation. Like, why are you taking a a father that to dig in on on something that you can dig in on any other thing. It's like just uh, have their day of celebration of celebrating dads and then we go on about our day. Then you can go and bash whoever, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, it's just like I always think that and, and I always get tight about that, man. I, I do. And I see the memes, you know, I see the posts and I'm just, I'm seeing it less and less now. I think a lot of people are catching on, like, okay, this ain't what we need to be doing. We need to be empowering our dads. We need to be bringing them up, giving them that energy. Um, but I know years before, man, it was just like, bump dads, you know? <laughs> it was, <laughs> nobody cared in a sense, um, except for your immediate family. Yeah, but, absolutely. Um, but I, yeah. I think um, you, you said something uh, a few moments ago, um, about uplifting and um, I think that solely um, in my opinion I, I think um, that approach that was being taken um, we have to uh, as dads uh, take accountability for that a uh, portion of that uh, I think I think in my opinion the other portion uh, has to be um, some of the um, the, the, the women that were in the lives of those who, who uh, chose to spoke ill towards um, the father. I mean, because in, in, in one aspect, if you're speaking ill towards the father, uh, whatever the condition and relationship may be, I mean, that's, 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 that's a level of disrespect. And, you know, there's no really no way around it. I mean, that that's literally what it is. Uh, so if you think about it over time, um, it became the norm because of the voice that was speaking it. Uh, generally, when you've seen the bashing uh, on Father's Day, it was a direct reflection of the relationship that the woman may have assumed wasn't present with the father and the child. Uh, and this could be—I could be—I could be way off course, but in my opinion, I think it was 
uh, directly connected to the financial portion of the support. Um, mm-hmm. Directly connected to the um, disconnect of whatever relationship that did exist. Um, because like you said, if that father is whatever you are talking about, you could have chose Easter to, to make that post. Um, but I think in most cases, um, it's not a true definition of who that father is. It's a um, social media influenced, oh, I'm going to do it because I see 50 other people doing it and this is how I feel. So I want to just rain on his parade on Father's Day and I'm going to rain on it again uh, on Mother's Day and say because happy Mother's Day to me because the dad, blah, 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 blah. Um, and I just think over time, uh, we've never sit down and had any dialogue about that. And I know you you, you take that very seriously. And um, I remember when social media initially was starting, uh, we would have dialogue about that because you, you wanted to go in on people who post those things uh, because you felt mm-hmm. stunning the one day that we were being acknowledged. But I think a lot of that is just based on us. Um, See right, right when we we're getting good into the good stuff. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with the app, and this is going to be probably the hardest part of recording while I'm in South Korea versus in person or whatever it may be. But we're gonna we're gonna make it work. Absolutely, Daddy ain't, Daddy ain't dead, man. We ain't gonna let this take the shine off this right now. <laughs> well, fit in his day. Um. But you you were you were saying that uh, we need to take kind of more of that narrative. Yeah, yeah, we can control that narrative. Right. Um, we, I, I actually um, I'm not offended when I see those things, but I will say this year um, I've seen more men um, setting um, statements out there in advance saying. Um, we don't need that negativity. We don't need that. So right. if you choose to do that, then, you know, you know, this is a one day. If you, if you, if you have some type of uh, disagreement or you feel some type of way, um, then you need to reach out and y'all need to build that relationship for the kid's sake. Um, because, you know, a lot of times you put that stuff out there on social media, you can't retract it. It's somewhere you can delete it, but it, you know, you can ask a lot of these, uh, athletes and celebrity things will come back to haunt you that you posted when you were a teenager um, things that were maybe racially insensitive or uh, uh, or just you know things that happened in the past so uh, I think we have to uh, celebrate the importance of Father's Day Um, we have to help acknowledge uh, our contribution to the families and and society um, and we have to do those things because in most cases, uh, it's not the ideal family. You know, um, I don't even like the word. I don't even like the whole word single parent thing. Uh, what mm-hmm. does that really mean? You know, um, the child has parents. Uh, unless the other parent is, you know, um, because of one who passed away or something of that nature or maybe incarcerated. But even in that case, he still has two parents. Uh, even if the person has passed away. He still had a dad, and if that person moves on with someone else, someone can step in and um, help as well. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not a fa- I'm not a fan of the step parent thing. Um, 
in the words of uh, uh, one of the members in our church, uh, she says, uh, the only thing that ha has steps is a ladder. <laughs> uh, and we've came up with all the fancy words, blended family, all this. Uh, listen, kids, family, fathers, dad, you know, we don't have to ex explain the technicality. Well, birth and all, listen, son, daughter, father, dad. Um, but we as fathers have to um, control that narrative by right. setting the example, building the relationships, being engaged uh, with the kids, whether they're in-house, in another state, another city. Um, we have to do all we can do uh, to continue to strengthen that relationship because it's just a different um, atmosphere. and The kids are faced with so much more things than we were faced with growing up. So I totally right. understand uh, the frustration that over the years that you've uh, experienced by just reading that. Uh, but that's why you've uh, created this podcast, Daddy Ain't Dead, so that we can start those conversations, start having that dialogue, uh, speak with those fathers and have them celebrate each other and support each other, help each other, mentor each other. Uh, right. that, that's, that's, that's what's important. Um, one thing you, I mean, you think about it nationally, um, Mother's Day, um, society floods the stores, floods the commercials. Mm -hmm. They flood it with that. I think um, it's the third, I think it's the third uh, most profitable holiday behind um, Christmas and Valentine's Day. Okay. And who's, and who's, who's spending the revenue for the Mother's Day? <laughs> Fathers. Or dads and Correct. kids and kids. So in, actual, so in actuality, it's the family who contributes to the honoring, the celebration, and the the acknowledgement. So on right. the other hand, you got to think about the entire family structure. So when Father's Day come and it doesn't have that same significance and importance, who's who's truly to blame? It's not that society is downplaying it. Mm-hmm. Those fathers conducting themselves and leading their family in a way that they should be celebrated, not just that one day in June, right? Every day, right. I think you say that all the time. Every day is Father's Day. All those fathers are attending PTA meetings, going to little league, supporting them in that games and cheerleading them football, basketball, uh, taking them to the library, going fishing, um, all these things that little kids uh, may want to do at the playground, um, helping them teach them how to ride their bicycle, um, helping them with their, their homework, um, sitting there and having conversations with them about simple things as far as how their day was in daycare or uh, what did they uh, experience when they went to Disney World or to the Chuck E. Cheese, you know, all of those things. And that's why, you know, like I shared with you way, way back, um, I took the initiative not because my father didn't do those things. That That's not a generation that where well, the father did that role. The, that generation, I can acknowledge and look and see that their responsibility and how they were raised were to be the sole provider. Right. Uh, my dad my dad couldn't have told you what my favorite color was. Mm -hmm. He never came to any basketball games when I played on a basketball team. I was the shortest guy on the team. <laughs> he never came to any of my, my uh, band performances, you know, 
But right. that was cool. That was cool because that's not you know something you know I didn't look at him any different. But I took it for myself uh, when my child was born to go to every PTA meeting, a parent teacher conference, right, uh, right. Drop, her, drop her off at sixth grade prom, pick her up, all those little things. High school, go shopping with her to get a prom dress, and because of the relationship that we uh, developed. But I'm the, I'm the type of person where I don't really get all riled up for Father's Day because we celebrate all the time. You right. know, it could be a call. It could be a text message. It could be a, a throwback picture that comes up on Facebook memory that just shows you the the journey and the life. And um, to me, we, we, we celebrate all the time, but it's up to us to control that narrative. So uh, I think that's definitely a good topic to, for us to continue to have some dialogue on. Um, and the importance of honoring fathers is 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 really important, but I don't think we we sh- we should really expect um, us to receive an applause from quote unquote society. Um, mm-hmm. Because I mean, think about it. When you talked about earlier in the opening about give me my flowers while I'm alive, like June seventh or June tenth or whatever day in June, I think it's usually like the second Sunday in June. That's mm-hmm. Every 365 with the leap year 66 days, you know, yeah. So, that's, I think that's just a day that's just a day that we've set aside for that, right? And, and I think <clears throat> now it isn't, and it isn't, you know, to any dads that's out there that's struggling, um, that's listening or maybe going through some things, it's not to dismiss, um how you may, some people may feel like, man, well, I, I do want, you know, the outside recognition. Cool. I, I would like to tell those dads um, that might be struggling with being a dad is to, you know, keep your head up, always pray, and to always use that motivation of seeing your kids happy. Like I was telling somebody the other day, and it was kind of corny um, <laughs> in a sense, <laughs> but uh, I was going to pick up my youngest son from daycare, and I look forward to picking my kids up every day. And, and, it's, and it's almost selfish. It's almost self-gratifying because the thing that makes me want to pick them up is when I go into both of their daycare rooms and pick them up, especially my youngest one, he always runs to me and he always screams, Daddy, Daddy, every yes. day. Every yes. day. And so... I look forward to that, and that's what's so important to me is that absolutely he sees me, he sees me, and he's happy to see me because I'm there for him, and I do whatever I do for him, you know, whatever that means to him, him seeing me and being happy to see me, I could be having the worst day at work, you know, and I could come in, and the moment I'm like signing them out. And I know I'm about to walk around the corner and see them. It changes my day because when I open the door, that changes. Now I'm dad. I'm not at work anymore. I'm not Mr. Anthony, the the supervisor. Um, I'm dad. And that's so important for those other dads that's out there to recognize is that no matter what's going on, the example you set for your for your kids and for your family is that they appreciate you look forward to being around you, seeing you, and spending time with you. That's more important when it comes to Father's Day 
than it is that actual celebration from the outside world is that every day when I go to pick my son up, he appreciates me every day. Every day. When I go to my oldest son, when I go to pick him up, same thing. He says, Daddy, he runs to me, and or he tries to hide from me, and we play a game, and I try to find him in the room, even though he's terrible at hiding. I see him every time, but (laughs) you know, that's something we have and we do because my kids appreciate me as a father and as a dad. Um, and same thing, you know, my daughter lives in another state. She lives in the United States with her mother. And when I talk, I video chat with her weekly. And when I, same thing with her, she smiles and, and whatever, every time we get on. And it's, those are things I can appreciate when my kids tell me they miss me, they love me, whatever it may be. Those are important things when it comes to Father's Day. So dad that's out there listening, if you ever get, you know, feel like you're not being appreciated um, in, in a selfish way, just talk to your kids. Absolutely. However old they are, whether they're younger, older, um, talk to them. See what they got going on. See what they think of you. And, and, and sometimes those conversations are awkward, you know, if you don't take those opportunities. But that's what we also have to, as dads, build those relationships with our children. You know, you don't have to be their best friend, you know, but you can take the time to know who your children are, what they're doing, how, you know, the things that's important to them. Um, And I've learned that through my years of working with children in my career is kids will open up to you if they feel like you care about them and their daily interests. Like every time you talk to a kid shouldn't be about them in trouble. It should be about, hey, what you got going on? What what are you doing? What's your favorite this, that, and the other? Oh, I see you reading a book. Hey, what's that book? Um, tell me about it. You know, and and that you do that with your own children. And I speak, I have a double hat because I work with kids, like I said, and I have my own children. I take a little bit of each part of my life and I implement them into both sides of my life and they work perfectly. Um, because I take some things I learned from work. And I take them to home, and then I take some stuff I have at home, bring it to work, and it works perfectly. But um, so so to continue Father's Day talk, let me ask you this: um, What in your in your years? Because your your children, and especially your oldest, is in in, in their twenties. Um, what what is your what was your best Father's Day gift you ever got from from your from the family? The best Father's Day gift. Yeah, let's let's talk best and worst. Best and worst Father's Day gift. Well, in all actuality, I don't think there's ever truly been a worst. Um, <laughs> I would, I would, I would probably say, um, and, and like I said, not worst. Um, the best is it's really. Um, I'll probably say there's a few of them. Um, this past Father's Day, just having uh, the kids together, um, we came to the house after church, and they cooked, and we just lounged, and we just fellowshiped, and we just. We just spent family time. That's what we always do. The grandkids running around, mm-hmm. riding bicycles, us just like chilling, 
in the house and just we spend a lot of family time together. Um, I don't I don't like to categorize as worst, but I would say the ones that isn't as pleasant is as when that doesn't happen um, because there's things that may have came up uh, that we couldn't happen. But I'm still, I'm, you know, they'd make every effort. Um, they like to secretly plan things um, and they already have it all under control. So, you know, since right. they've been of age, they were young, you know, they would create cards and little things like that just to thought, you know, and that's, and I think that's, um, I think that's directly connected to um, the early patterns of, of, of the relationship that's been established. Um, and, and that's so critical. That's so critical, you know, and that's, I think a lot of, uh, gentlemen may not realize how critical that is, and, you know, as as the relationship and the interaction with your father, how that'll just literally f- forge forward into your relationships that you have as you begin to get older, personal mm-hmm. relationship, professional relationships, um, and then you've worked in that field for quite some time. It's it's critical, like you said, kids will open up to you, and that's uh, that's the impact that you've probably touched so many different kids lives uh, because of how you interact with them at such a small age and, and um, communication with them mm-hmm. and um, it actually contribute to their behaviors and, and having to be uh, more confident, uh, able to communicate more effectively. And, 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 and but I think a lot of that, um, like I said earlier about father's day is it's a, uh, um, there has to be more of this, you know, more of these type of podcasts, more of this type of dialogue, a gentleman that can get together and sit and talk about these things. And that's something that mm-hmm. we, we, we got to focus on um, promoting this type of energy into the atmosphere for fathers who, because I'm sure there's a lot of fathers that, that have some opinions and uh, could really share some things as well. We can learn all from each other. Uh, so mm-hmm. uh, get the initial question, I don't, I don't, I don't really consider there have been a worse, but if I had to use a category with me when the kids were not present, so we could just be in the midst. You know, I never look for gifts and they'll tell you on Father's Day, uh, most of the time I'll try to figure out a way where I could have them all together and do something for them. You know, Mm -hmm. they pretty much have to be like, no, you know, if we go to a restaurant, no, you're not paying for anything, you know, that type of thing. Right, right. (laughs) <laughs> and the, the cards you give, you know, the cards you read, you read the cards, and um, and then there's, uh, you know, down here in Florida we have, a, you know, a, a real bad pollen season. So you know, I read the cards, oh. and my eye, my eyes start sweating. You know, it's not because ah, uh, like yeah, I told nah, you, don't, pollen. Don't blame so me on the have, pollen. Yeah, we even have indoor pollen. You know, so it actually comes through the AC vents as well. Right, right. All things to happen, you know, as I'm reading those Father's Day <laughs> cards. But uh, yeah, you like yeah. to you like to you like to probably cut onions while you watch, you know, open your Father's Day cards. Um, yeah, because usually they're in the kitchen cooking. So that yeah, that's yeah, that's what's called. Yeah, yeah. But also as well, too, I choose that time to uh, uh, flush my tear ducts as well. I use that. That's a great opportunity. You know. You don't want to get those clogged up. Oh yeah, man. I, you know what? I, I I kind of feel the same way too about the the gifts when whether it's the best and the worst. Because um, you you know we typically you know some men you know and I can speak for myself. Uh, I'm not picky when it comes to you showing me appreciation. How I know how ridiculous would that be? 
you know, but, you know, I always look at how Jackie Yeah, so we're back. Finish up this segment about um, Father's Day gifts. Um, I was I was trying to say that uh, you know I had good gifts, bad gifts per se. I don't want to say bad gifts, but I always look at the gifts like now, especially now as I get older, I collect socks. So when the family give me socks, I'm happy. Okay. You know, versus versus the mother thing, and I think that also uh, speaks to me being washed up. <laughs> but you know, but at the same time, like you know, it don't take much. Like I was saying, it doesn't take much to make me happy anyway. So you give me a nice tie, some socks, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. I'm good. Usually, Jackie's great with getting me nice gifts. Um, on Father's Day, just showing that she appreciates me. But the most important thing that I like on Father's Day, and she does this a lot every other day, but on Father's Day, she makes sure she makes my favorite meal, um, and that's always good. So, um, and that favorite meal, she she has a couple of things that she makes. You know what I'm saying? So I don't care which one of them she makes, I eat. Okay. It. So, <laughs> what's, your, what's your preference on those dishes? So she she makes this uh, steak and potato dish that I love. Um, okay. she, she makes um, she makes uh, this um, what is it called? A calzone. She makes a calzone. This like oversized calzone she makes with you know put all the meat and pepperoni and cheeses up in there. Um, then she also makes uh, ah, what's that? What is it called? Um, gosh, I can't think of the name of it, but it's another pasta dish. And then, uh, then the other one she makes is her ribs in the crock pot. Fire! I'm talking about. Oh man! Oh man! Yeah. So, hey, Father's Day is set. If I can get one of them, <laughs> one of them dishes on Father's Day, I'm good to go, man. You know. Yes. Uh, yeah. Other than that, you know how you said, like the kids. As long as the kids around, loving on me. I appreciate those those things. I can't, you know, I can't be uh, too down on the gifts or whatever I get. I, I love yeah. it and take it and, and whatnot. But um, <laughs> so I wanted to always kind of end the segment on the uh, end the show on a light note. Um, we, we've had some great dialogue, man. Um, but I want to get into this. You know, I've been seeing on Facebook and, and whatnot. Dad jokes. Considering, dad that, joke. considering that this is called Daddy Ain't Dead, you know, is we're infamous, and I say infamous when with saying corny jokes and stuff to the kids. I haven't got to that point yet where I'm dropping the corny jokes to the kids. You know what I'm saying? But um, occasionally I'll say something crazy. Um, but I want to go back and forth. Me and a guest, every episode, we're going to have an exchange of dad jokes. And uh, the listeners, um, unfortunately for you, you got to experience this, <laughs> especially <laughs> this being, being the, the true first episode with a guest. Um, you got to go through this with us. And for other dads that's going to be on this show, you know, you got an opportunity to set the bar 
um, after we do it because this is the this bar is low right now because it's the first time. So pretty entry level right now. So they're gonna have the opportunity to one up this these segments and hopefully it gets better with these jokes because I'm gonna tell you right now these jokes I got today, um, yeah they I'm they definitely dad jokes you know so um, you're the guest Edwin I'm gonna let you go first. <laughs> with your with your dad jokes, with your dad jokes. Oh man! Uh, all right, I got a corny one. Um, pretty corny. Uh, probably won't get it, you know. But let's throw it out there. You know, you got to start somewhere. I don't think I'll be going to the improv and for open mic night or anything. But uh, my question would be, what did one ocean say to the other ocean? I don't know what. Nothing. It just waved. <laughs> <laughs> See, I shouldn't laugh at that. I should. All right. <laughs> I should laugh at that. All right. I got something for you. This this one of okay. the religious the religious side of dad jokes, you know. So how okay. how does Moses make his coffee? How does Moses make his coffee? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm assuming there's Starbucks didn't exist back then. Um, nah, nah. He brews it. I'm sitting there like, like, did he have a Keurig or something? But then I'm thinking, oh, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, what you got for me? What do you call a fish with two knees? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. A two knee fish? Two knee Bruh. fish? Bruh. <laughs> Come on, bro. Get it? Toonie fish? No, I'm not. I shouldn't laugh at these. I shouldn't. <sighs> I got one. My this my second one. Oh, this, man. This, this this don't this don't require an answer from you. It's just a straight up, you know what I'm saying, joke. So okay. I farted in my wallet. Now I have gas. Yeah, 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 yeah. I farted in my wallet. Let me get to the punchline, though. I farted in my wallet. Now I have gas money. <laughs> Look, see, that yeah, joke was that, so Yeah, good. yeah, it was, was fatal so right there. Joke was so good that the recording got messed up. So for anybody who missed it, the punchline... Cause I farted in my wallet. Now I have <laughs> gas money. Now I have <laughs> gas money. All right. Third, third and five joke. Third round. What you got, man? Third round. What are the strongest days of the week? I don't know. Saturday and Sunday. The rest are weekdays. <laughs> <laughs> God, this is so terrible. 
come up with these jokes, man. Yeah, I mean. Can I get a bonus? Uh, Can I get a bonus? Can I get a bonus? And I'll let you uh, end with the with. Yeah, go ahead. You got a bonus? Go ahead. Why was Raymond James so cold? Raymond James, like the stadium? Yeah, yeah, you know, fire up the cannons, baby. Oh, God. Why, yeah, why was it so cold? Because there were a lot of fans. <laughs> I should have let you get a bonus. <laughs> Let you get a bonus joke. Wreck havoc, baby. Wreck havoc, baby. Wreck havoc, baby. <laughs> so anyway, all right. So this, but this is my final joke. Um, why are teddy bears never hungry? Why are teddy bears never hungry? Uh, because yeah, because they are always stuffed. Oh my goodness. You got a bonus, man. Man, you got you got to eat one in the chamber, man. Come on, man. Show me something. <laughs> Look, man, that, that was that was it, man. That's all I had. Like You're always joke, stuffed. Wow. My jokes wow. were, were were good. You know? Ever ever since I, I had a kid, I can't stop making dad jokes. That's how I feel, you know? So, either way, they say, hey, I got one. Can February March? Can February March? No, but April May. (laughs) (laughs) That was terrible. Uh, I'm going to end there. I'm thinking, like, in my mind, I was like, maybe, but I was like, no, that's not. So, either way, man, look, uh, the, the episode is about to come to a close. Um, is there anything, man, that you want to, you know, closing out? Um, any bit of advice <clears throat> you want to give to the dads that's out there listening? Um, a fatherhood tip, a dad tip, or something that helped you uh, to be a great dad that you are? Oh, I would just like to end with, you know, just, just a word of encouragement, you know. Um, to let them know that um, fathers are appreciated. Um, <clears throat> I think um, we, as as fathers, should just make sure that we're honoring the responsibility of fatherhood, um, understand the impact uh, of our fatherhood that it has on our kids, has on our family, has on our wives, has on our community, uh, has on the world, literally. Um, and just uh, like the Bible says, uh, keep fighting a good fight of faith. You know, keep praying, keep seeking God, keep loving and leading your family. And um, the rest uh, is all up to the man above. Uh, that's an encouraging word that I would give to those fathers who may be listening uh, to this particular episode. I mean, I appreciate it. Um, so I would say. Thanks for listening to Daddy Ain't Dead. This is me, Amp Coward, um, with my uncle, uh, Edwin. And to follow the show on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, 
just look for Daddy Ain't Dead, Daddy Ain't Dead podcast. Um, it's all one word, Daddy Ain't Dead. Um, individually, you can find me um, Amp, on Instagram at It's Charm813, and that's I-T-S-C-H-A-R-M. The number's uh, 813 all together. Um, Edwin, you want to share your social media? Absolutely. You can find me on Instagram at E-A-K-A Mango. It reads as E-A-K-A-M-A-N-G-O. All right. And that's on Instagram. So if you like the show and want to know more, check it out on those pages. Leave us a review, question, comment on the Anchor app. Um, And this podcast is going to be shared on all major podcast um, platforms, things like Apple Music or or Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, all the major um, podcast apps. So make sure you check us out. Uh, Join us next time as we discuss more awesome dads. God bless you and keep being great dads. Give me my flowers.